everybody. I want to welcome everyone back to the Legal Zone. I hope everyone's enjoyed our podcast so far. We have the uh, pleasure today to have a new guest, and we're going to be talking about uh, today on Season 2, Episode 6 of the Legal Zone, how to structure and operate your business to avoid being sued. And we have, just to kind of recap a little bit what happened last time, we had Mrs. Melva Garcia on. When she gave you some tips about the real estate market, particularly luxury home buying and how it's different sort of animal and some tips on how to do so in Miami in this difficult market. Um, and today we have, as part of our topic, one of the gurus um, that's going to help us. Usually I usually have to sit on the other side of my, uh, <laughs> my, uh, <laughs> my clients. We'll be friendly today. Yes, we'll be friendly today. So, uh, but I thought it was very, very important. This is Mr. Tom, Thomas or Tom Scholar, and he's from Leesfield and Scholar. Right, that's what I thought. Okay. <laughs> And he is pretty amazing. He has an amazing background. He's a personal, uh, he's a Miami-based attorney, personal injury attorney. And he's an accomplished attorney, trial lawyer that has tried numerous cases, multi-million dollar cases against businesses. Um, and a lot of his verdicts, I guess the largest verdict you had was 40.5 million? To date, yes. Wow. He's always in the next guy. Oh goodness, <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not one of my clients. <laughs> but he's gonna help us have to avoid that. Um, and he's represented different uh, individuals and plaintiffs in uh, assault cases relating to securities, like negligent security cases, uh, some medical malpractice issues, um, in general overall negligence, but on a larger yes. scale. Yes. Okay. And I guess and a lot of them, he's going to talk to us today about how to help business owners avoid these type of lawsuits. Yeah, you'd, you'd be surprised about the ways that people can get themselves in trouble. Hopefully I can, you know, shed some light on it today. Yes. Wonderful. So I think that's really helpful because he's he's experienced. He's a seasoned trial lawyer. He's had to go into court and he wins the verdicts based on what businesses may or may, or may not have done, whether it's intentional or not. I assume some of them, there are businesses that actually will engage in intentional sort of behavior. They yes. are cost cutting, but they're doing you know they're doing certain behavior to cost cut, but they know it versus just being negligent. Yeah, there are a, a group. I, I would say the larger the, the entity gets, the more recalcitrant they get, the more they're willing to bean count as opposed to fixing the problem. Um, okay. They'll just deal with the litigation costs and expenses. Oh, so it's actually part of their calculus then. Oh yeah. Okay, so it's For not sure. sort of like they're just so big that they just don't realize all the moving parts sometimes. They know. Most of these businesses that we, we take on, some of them, they have quality control departments. They understand when there's you know consumer complaints or prior uh, similar incidents. And, there is usually a mechanism for them to fix it, but rather than fix it, they just deal with the surface injury. Um, um, and as opposed to trying to shut down the line, recast the machines, you know, order new plans to really fix it and get the problem right. So uh, that makes sense because that costs a lot of money. That's not just to be proverbial. There was water in a, in a in a down an aisle, and they didn't notice it in time. Someone slipped on it. This is a lot to it. Okay, so that means it's a lot more involved in it. So they're making a cal calculation, it sounds like. A lot of times, okay, you know, fixing it versus one person suing and Correct. what it can cost. Yeah. Wow. You always want, you always hope mm -hmm. that what we do, or at least what I do, will result in some sort of change that the business will learn its lesson and protect itself. And, and the smart ones do. Okay. You know, no one wants to see me a second time. Yeah. You know, <laughs> once I've heard from people, once is enough. You know, that they okay. they've gotten the message. Okay. Uh, but yeah. some don't. It sounds like you've done something right then. <laughs> they don't want to see you again. 
um, you, you've, like you said, you got the message across, and hopefully they're, they're taking it into their business models, into part of their objective. I mean, we like to think sometimes businesses have social responsibility or sense of it. Do you find that? I think so. I think with the more, you know, businesses are also thinking about their reflection of their owners and their reflection of their ownership. So if the owner has good community values, if the, if the owner is a, a civic-minded person, then in large part, you know, they tend to run their business a certain way. But there are bad actors. You know, we're not all perfect people, and you're going to run into bad actors. And these bad actors have businesses just like anybody yeah. else. And you see it, their personality, their style bleeds over into how they run the business, how they view the public, their customers, their partners, their relationships. And you know, if they're a toxic type of person, mm -hmm. you know, it, 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 just, it just draws. It just draws, you know? yeah. It, it, I assume that's a creative corporate environment very similar. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's totally a reflection of, of the ownership and management. I mean, mm -hmm. that's just the way it is. And, Hope, you know, the way I run my business, you run yeah. yours, is that everybody shares in the values that we're trying to create and in the mission of yeah. the business. But if you are a, a, a person that's just only focused on the bottom line and nothing else that's ancillary to that, mm -hmm. well, that has consequences. And maybe not today or tomorrow, but it will. Um, it's got a short sightedness to it. Oh, yeah. yes, yeah. For sure. And then, of course, a lot of times I see some of these larger companies have to deal with public relations nightmares when it becomes large enough, right? When the issue correct really gets out there. Correct, the and there's you know there's a there's a number of, of instances where that happened. Now, again, I, I will say there are some businesses out there that when they when they have a problem, they recognize it. They're on top of it. You know, they, they do their own whether they have their own internal um, legal departments or whatever. They're on top of it. They handle it. But there's others that just let it get completely blown out of proportion, mm -hmm. and you know, there's nothing you can do. Right. Then help nail the yeah, put the nail on the cross. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. So then let's talk about that. What can business owners do? The ones that want to make a difference, make a change. Like, what is the? I get maybe what's the number one tip you can get to a business owner to help them avoid these type of lawsuits with negligence and issues that come about with that? Sure. Well, well, the first thing I would say, um, it, and it, it's sort of like there's two parts. It's sort of they're, they're interrelated. The very first thing. I say is you know you need to have very good competent legal advice behind you you know it just so many folks when they're setting up their business they worry about you know how to succeed in business right? and how to you know be the standout how to do everything right but what's a what's a lawyer do a lawyer's job is to protect you right and, and to deal with problems and if you have a lawyer's input and advice from the beginning mm -hmm. The lawyer is going to see things that you don't see. This is your first, first or second foray into this business, but the lawyer specializes in this. Yeah. They've seen the script. They've seen people like me. They've seen, you know, business lawsuits and litigations and how things can blow up. Yes. And and they've got the wealth of experience. And so, but a lot of times when people start a business, they don't want to spend the money on that line item, right? Mm -hmm. So. But that's you know that's being penny wise and pound foolish. Correct. Um, yes. it, you know yeah. I, I'm big on sayings and, and you know one of the sayings I have is you know buy once cry once you know yeah. spend a little bit at the beginning for some sound competent representation mm -hmm. in terms of how you're structuring your business you know the forms that your business yeah. uses the internal policies and procedures that you use you know how you deal with vendors your landlord um, 
you know, your customers, anything that you're engaging with, with the public especially, and how to protect you. Because what does somebody who's selling pancakes know about that? Or somebody who wants to start a bakery or somebody who's, you know, wants a retail store. I mean, they don't know the potential ways that they can get into trouble. They know how to bake bread. Yes, they know, they know very to, well. They know how to cook yes. the, the recipes, but we live in a world of sharks, you know, and, and, and it's just the way it is. And if you are not protecting yourself from the beginning, yes. it's a painful lesson to learn down the road. And, and the reason why I say it's interrelated is because, you know, the business owner is focused on making his business succeed, right? Yes. That is their singular focus. So, but who is watching his flank? Yeah. You know, who's watching his back? Who's got his six as the light? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not thinking, or he or she is not thinking yeah. about that, but hopefully they've engaged with a, with a lawyer right. to, be, to yeah. begin with to look at and anticipate those issues because if you deal with them on the front end, it's so much easier because you can eliminate most problems in life. Yes. You know? Well, and I think I see, I see business owners from start to finish, so to speak. So some of them are just starting out, you know, Regina, I need help, I'm going to do this right, make sure I'm registering. There's so much to this, yeah. from business registrations to what, you know, if you have work, you need workman's compensation, to HR, even if you're small, you still need some forms of HR policies right. and procedures in place. What about your contract, you're dealing with your vendors, and they always say the other thing, you always want to also have a good accountant in there. So that even if they don't have a lot to talk about now, you establish a relationship and you call them up and go, hey, listen, I'm going to do this. Is this okay? Or how am I supposed to categorize this? Or is there a way to make this more tax efficient? Um, and a lot of times they say, they'll answer that question, they may say, well, what does your lawyer say about doing it this way? So sometimes it's a dance. It, it you is. Know? It is. And uh, I always try to tell you, as you grow, the same way a lot of business owners don't understand cash flow problems, you have to anticipate them. You have to wear so many hats as a business owner. Yeah, it's yeah. And, and it, especially in what you know what I do too. You know, I mean, my world is I don't bake bread. I'm, I'm a litigator, yeah. right? <laughs> but behind all that, there's a business. Yeah. There is the business of you know I have the, we have the employees. I've got HR issues. I've got customers. One of my clients. I've got to deal with vendors. I've got to deal with insurance. We've got all of that, and you know, cash flow. Yes. You know, especially in my world, yeah. you know. I don't work on an hourly basis, mm -hmm. so I don't have, you know, contingent. I don't have a, a influx every month of you know residuals. Yeah. So I have to anticipate. Well, some months are going to be lean. Some months are going to be yeah. going to be these hits because <laughs> yeah. we're hundred percent straight contingent. Okay. And I don't control when the other side cries off. No, you know, I can just help them see the the, the light when they should right. get there, but. Or when a case gets set, I mean, we know trial can be so it can be delayed. Some hearings can take months to have you know, sure. a judge to hear, and you know, clients I'm sure also get weird. The other side gets weird for lack of a legal term. And, and <laughs> yeah. you know, businesses and mine is not immune to it either. Yeah. You know, everybody had some. Everybody had to deal with some level of adjustment when COVID hit, right? Yeah. Because everybody's cash flow, uh, if they were most businesses were affected in some regard. In our business, we were affected because we couldn't get trial dates. Right. You know, and you know, everybody in the hospitality business was affected because people weren't coming down to Florida, and people weren't allowed to have to eat, and people weren't at the bars. And so, how do they anticipate those problems? And or even traveling, yeah. they couldn't even come here if they wanted to do some of the exactly. Yes, you know. But getting with an accountant um, and a, a business lawyer from the 
beginning to establish those relationships mm -hmm. are, are critical. And, you know, I try and practice what I, what I preach, mm -hmm. not always, but most of the time. <laughs> and you know, we've got we've got the same accountant for forever, the same business lawyer forever. Mm -hmm. You know, I try and have the same office staff forever. Yes. Um, the, the, the woman that answers my phones at the office is the same woman who uh, was there when I was hired in back in the 90s. So. Wow. That, that speaks well of your environment then. Because it's hard to keep people in the elevator. That's, that's actually, you're doing something. Very right. hard. Well, you know, it, it, that takes me to the, the, you know, the, the other part of operating a business and making sure you get suited is, is this, is treat your people well. Oh, you yeah. Know, oh, my Lord. The, 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 the problems you could avoid if you just treat people well. Yeah. You know, that old saying when we were kids, right? Mm -hmm. Treat somebody like you want to you be treated. Want to be treated. If yeah. you do that, you're not going to get sued. No. You're not. And people are going to be happy. In my office, like, I, you know, sometimes we're, gee, so-and-so, you know, like, sometimes I have to put these policies, these employment policies together, and they're like, but, yeah, it's only one guy. Everyone else knows the rules and whatever. I'm like, yes, but because you, this can happen, this can happen, we're going to put it together. But don't penalize everybody else by making things stricter because of one guy. Now, you know, but... They said, Regina, well, this happened. It, it, she thought I was going to pay her for this time off, and I didn't think it was. And I said, you know what, I'll be honest with you. She's a good employee. She's always been an employer. Okay. Then err on the side of and pay her. Yeah. Treat her well. Okay? Treat people well. And do exit interviews so that you know what happens. So you can learn also, if you have a bad manager or someone doing certain things that are incorrect or possibly very... Um, on their own, outside of company policies and procedures. You're going to be able to identify that potential risk that's going to come down the road if someone is just firing somebody willy-nilly, not giving them warnings, not doing the way you've taught that manager to act, yeah. or not in accordance with the company environment. You're going to identify a different problem. Yeah. And potentially, and, and it's a lot harder to get new employees. Oh. It's more expensive, it's an unknown, it's better to just... We've got a whole time of yeah. just about that in this yeah. world. I mean, every industry, I think, Yes. You know, I, I talk to my friends in, in finance and the restaurant business or mm -hmm. insurance. Everybody's got the same issues. The legal field, I don't know what it is, but oh. we just we can't draw. Oh, it's been crazy. Absolutely crazy. People. Oh, no, man. no, we can't. Yeah. No. I, that's what I was, I was making some small talk with your, your office folks here before. I said, if anybody knows a good legal assistant, you know, <laughs> let me know because we are hiring. Yes, yeah, so, so, well, it's just anybody knows. Yeah, there you okay, go. So let, us, let us know. You know what I mean? I, I, just, I just told him, eyes off mine. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't. Listen, I don't coach. I know people yes. that do, and I don't like it. Yes, yes. So, yes, no, I don't yes. coach. Yes, yeah. No, and it's just funny because it is actually really hard. I have found myself restricting some of the things that I do, particularly in the difficulty of finding more employees or more attorneys. I'd rather keep the quality yeah. than try to continue to expand in some ways, and I just can't maintain a certain level of quality. Correct. Your, your yeah. growth is sort of dictated in large part by the quality of the people that you have out front. Can yeah. they self-sustain? Can they start managing more tasks and taking more responsibility? Do I have the ability to sort of let them go? And yeah. can I start attracting new business? And sort of lead them on their own, you know, with obviously with supervision, yes. and that's a that's a balance. Um, yeah. But if you have quality people, you can you can you make can that, that stretch, and you treat them right, and you and they also want to see the growth. They like to be treated right, to reminded of it. They're, they're doing a great job. Uh, that includes you know bonuses where you can increase in pay. Um, sometimes my you know my staff doesn't even realize I get you like they just I just give a bonus you know hundred dollars shows here and there we pay for you know whatever you can do I listen carefully to their lives as well they're all pretty good about we all have we're, we're humans 
It's not as if we don't have things going on in our lives. So it's a distinction between an employee that always brings all their personal problems to work versus just someone going through something that might need a little bit of more flexibility at the time, but they don't use. So you give it to them. Exactly. You know? And, and every client, like my, my clients see that as well. They're happy. You know, think, think about it. You know, you know, we're, we can't deal with our clients all the time, so sometimes they have to deal yeah. with our legal assistants and paralegals. And I have 100% confidence mm -hmm. in everybody in my office dealing with even the most, you know, right. difficult clients mm -hmm. because they're good people. You yeah. know, I like them. And I'm, yeah. I'm a tough guy to, to, to <laughs> get the, the standard approval on. And I like you. My clients are gonna like you, and it just it makes life, uh, you know, so much easier. Yes, um, yeah. That you give them that level of, of trust because people want to feel valued. Yeah. Yes, yes. And if you give them the, the you know, the, the, the runway uh, to have responsibility yeah. and to be valued and to treat them right, you're going to eliminate that worry about somebody coming back and suing you at the end of the day for some yes. stupid little. HR violation or some technicality or some not paid time off or I didn't get my work time. Like, no one's ever thought about that. Because yeah. we treat them well. You treat them right. And you make sure, and if something's wrong, you fix it. Fix it. You know, okay, oops, there's, there's mistakes that occur, but you, okay, I'm, oh wait, you're right, okay, here you go. Yeah. You don't want to deal with them. No. Nope. About something that is clear or something that is, you know. I'll own up to it and, yeah. and communicating the communication yeah, is another, another huge thing because Again, I mean, you know, the business is a reflection of us. And if you're if you're somebody who is tight-lipped, you know, doesn't like to talk a lot, mm -hmm. that's going to reflect in problems down the road. Yeah. <laughs> you you have to. It's almost like when you when you have a business, you have to flip a switch. Yes. You have to become a a business leader that has all of these different traits. Because if you don't, you'll have problems. And if it's not natural to you, well. And you buck either up. right, you buck up, or you're gonna have to get someone that's gonna help complement you, exactly. a partner or a manager or somebody, because it's still just messy. Yeah, a thousand percent. You know, yeah. I mean, you know, everybody's got their strengths and weaknesses, right? I'm yes. far from perfect, um, but it's balanced by my partner. You know, um, he makes up where I fall short, and hopefully, I make up where he falls short, um, and that's just the way a good business runs. Um, but we, I've been with my partner for. 23 years. Okay. Uh, so we have a, yeah. a good relationship, and that's again another key to avoid being sued is have a good relationship with, with your partners. And if you don't, you know, again, it's it, that, that friction that underlying a lot. Well, dysfunctionality is going to come out. Yeah, well, listen, yeah. I mean, if you come yeah. from a dysfunctional family like I do, right? I mean, there's. <laughs> Most of us do. Yeah, well, listen, <laughs> yeah. There, it's, it's easy to sort of see how that can become a problem in your business, you know. Yeah. Dysfunctionality. So, boy, I made these mistakes in my personal life. I kind of don't want them yes. in my business. Yes. So, yes. Yeah. fix them. You learn. Yeah, mm -hmm. if not, you will bring those issues that, that, that you carry with you and how you deal with problems into your business. And you spend some time doing business, so much time doing your know, work and you know, and a business and doing business in general. So you need to. It's gotta reflect there. Yeah. Personal relationships and business relationships. I agree. I have another question also. Sure. Speaking of that, a short staff. I have definitely noticed, and actually I've become a little bit, I'm cranky, don't get me wrong, but <laughs> a little bit like I've had difficulty even at doctors, my doctor's offices, most places I go, and I think some of it has been because of a shortage in, in staffing. Mm -hmm. So, I, And I understand that as well. I mean, trust me, I hear this from all my business owners, so I kind of go, okay, that's, 
And I try to calm down. Uh, although some days, uh, sorry, the nose is just on the camera. But how does that? How do business owners deal with that? Right? Because can that sometimes affect safety, legal issues? You know, all the different things that we just talked about that can go into a business. Right? Sometimes that can actually, without meaning to, right? All of a sudden, you have a, a difference, a different world we live in. Right? And, yeah. Uh, I mean, so. at the end of the day, you got to remember. Most of this, we're in the customer service business, yeah. mm -hmm. so you know we have to. It, it's we have to be accessible. We have to be accountable. Mm -hmm. We have to listen. Yeah. We have to listen. We have to take everybody's concerns seriously, and it's a lot. You know, it's a lot of listening to it, dealing with one person's problems or this vendor's problems or this, you know, referral yeah. attorney's problems or my bread supplier's problems. Yeah. You have to listen to people's problems and. Yeah. and Business is not about, you know, kicking your heels up um, on the desk and, and watching people yeah. do the, the little tests. <laughs> a lot of hard work. <laughs> Maybe on TV, um, yeah, but, but not in the real world. Mm -hmm. Business is a job, and you have to treat it like a job. Mm -hmm. And if you don't water it, if you don't nurture it, if you don't treat everybody well, if you don't listen to people, if you forget that you were in the service business, yeah. you know, you're going to have problems down the road. And I always, you know, I come to my my job a little bit differently than, than others like um so you I, you told me you were from new york right well i was actually born and raised in but i spent a lot of time in new york yeah. so there was there was this old time uh, tv commercial up in new york and some people may know what i'm talking about it was called the, the hair club for men oh i don't know if you remember that yes so yes. the guy's the guy's <laughs> shtick was well i'm not i'm not just a uh I don't just run the business. I used to be a member, and then he pulls and off then his, he goes, his yeah. way. Right? So I come into this, into my world, never forgetting that lesson in this regard. I was a client before I ever became a lawyer. Before yeah. this, because I, my background is my brother um, got into a very terrible motorcycle accident as a as a kid, or not a kid when we were in school, and I had to hire a lawyer. I had to I had to do all that and I had to find the person, you know, make sure it happened. And so I remember the anxiety. Yeah. And I wear that every day. I understand what it is to be a client and I understand what it is to have that anxiety. And if you always put yourself in the the shoes of your customer, what does my customer expect? You know, what does my partner expect? You know, what can I do to bring value to that, to them, to, to this relationship? You're, you're good. You're, it, it sets up for success. Yes, it does. It does. And, and you'll catch something that's lacking, or when there's a miscommunication, you're going to see where you're not connecting. That's right. Yes. So, um, what would be if you had to? I know it must vary by industry as well, type of businesses. But is there something you would say to businesses that's Crucial. Is it documentation of incidences? Is it is there anything that one thing that sticks out across industries that like businesses well, have to do Yeah, I mean it, it, it's very yeah. varied, right? Yeah, uh, it really is. Uh, yes, depending yeah. upon the business and what you what you do. I mean, the financial services mm -hmm. business is different than you know the bakery or the restaurant or the bar. But I think it focuses mm -hmm. in if if I can speak sort more sort of globally on this. Mm -hmm. I think you have to. This is a little. Cliches, but you have to mind the shop. You have to understand what it is, and always be on. Always looking at your six. Always, you know, yes. wondering what's behind you because you can't. You can never no. let your guard down. Yes. It's 
It is a never-ending yeah. cycle. And, and if you yeah. don't have the stomach for it, mm-hmm. be an employee. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and so yes. you have to always have that vigilance, always understand that something can go catastrophically wrong today and just keep your eyes open, anticipate. Mm-hmm. Half of this is anticipation. You know, if you can anticipate Yes, you, what, can, you can prevent in many occasions. Exactly. Yes. Yes. And, and, but there are strategies you can do yeah. to minimize that. Like, mm-hmm. you can have very clear written policies, procedures mm-hmm. that your employees are trained on, that your staff understands. You can have clear, unmistakable, consistent documents. Okay. Um, safety rules, I assume, too. Exactly. Okay. Safety rules, yeah. for sure. And, and you, can, you can standardize things a certain mm-hmm. way to make sure there's, there's no variation that yeah. somebody doesn't go rogue. No, people go are always going to go some people do. Yeah, I mean, you, you can't, can't, you can't no. protect everything in no, life. No, but, no, no. but at least where if someone went rogue once in a while, it's not something you're likely to catch. But if they are doing it for years or months, I mean, by that point, you probably should have caught it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. for sure. Yeah. Especially when, you know, we talk about like financial crimes. And, oh, yeah. 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 If yeah. you're not checking the books, and if you're not watching and making sure every penny goes, Yeah. You know, Absolutely. somebody, and, and you can have the greatest heart in the world, somebody can be leading you down a very ugly yes. path. Yes. A lot of my, a lot of my, uh, my, a lot of my clients, they're trusting with certain things. Well, we had this arrangement, or we did this, or this is my business partner. I put $100,000 in, and this occurred, and now they're saying I'm not even an owner, and I'm crazy stuff. And I'm just like, you know, you just can't let your guard down. If this was the business deal, if they were etchy or sketchy about putting something in writing about your rights, that's the first flag. Exactly. Run. Yeah. You and and it's like yeah. they, so, they, they get sort of pulled into this, well, it's a good opportunity. If it sounds, look, what's the old saying? If it sounds too good to be true. <laughs> it usually it is. probably is. Yes. Exactly. And a lot of times, I guess, particularly in Miami. Yeah. You know, yeah, well, yeah. Miami is like another story. <laughs> like, I, I've heard like four new frauds this week, and I'm like, oh my gosh, and I think it can't get worse. Miami's yeah. special. You yeah. know, we are, there is so much, and, and you mm-hmm. see it obviously so much more than I do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all the different ways people try and, you know, play these fraud games with people. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure you've got stories. And they look legitimate. They do. They you know, look legitimate. They, they look absolutely legitimate. Yeah. So, you know, again, pointer, vet who you're going yes. into bed with, right? I mean, Listen, yes. th- this is the age of, what is it, Tinder and swipe left and yeah. right. And so, uh, it's, uh, not me, I've been married, I haven't been married for a very long time. So. Yes. Yeah. But, no, but, but it's instant gratification and you think you're going to, you know, like you have, you can see a lot of things too. You can find a lot of things on the internet nowadays where you could not easily find out about people before. Yeah. And I actually, you know, hey, oh yeah, you know me. I'm your sister's cousin's <laughs> friend, so-and-so. You know, I wouldn't do that to you and your family. And those are, oh, that, yeah. that's a yeah, red flag, red flag, red flag, you know, let that lay out. And so you got to be careful with one of those. Yeah. <laughs> um, that's the first one, because it's always like, we don't need a writing. A lawyer's there paying, uh, they're ridiculous. I, you know, and it's like, okay. And they come to me later, $300,000 later, yeah. and they're like, I gave them this money, and I'm like, do you have it anywhere? you check or anything? Yeah, <laughs> you know, and it's sort of like... And then, and, then and then they're actually hostile with me. Like, they don't trust me anymore because now, of course, they've been duped so bad, they don't know who to trust. Yeah. And then I tell them how difficult it is. And yes, this is the United States, but this is what you have to do if it's this kind of action. I have, they stole my money, and I have to pay all this money to try to sue them to then get it back. I'm like, that's the system. That's also why it's better to just have things in writing. Uh, have a contract. And even then, people still do fraud. Exactly. I mean, like, you know, I'm... I'm 
my wife, what, what is she? I mean, I'm a lawyer, and she she does uh, land development, real estate, things mm -hmm. of that nature. And so and she's getting into a uh, an arrangement right now with uh, a local well-known developer and the, the joint venture property. And mm -hmm. everything's nice guy, great relationship, you know, yeah. and breakfast and everything's right. But, you know, he and both I, we all insist, well, we're going to put everything in writing. Oh, yeah. And that's the best way. Nobody's going to get their yeah. feelings hurt because we're, we're, we're professionals. We understand it. It You know, there's got to be an operating agreement, yes. you know, and if you yes. run a business, <laughs> if, if, if you have any sort of partnership or joint venture, you must, must, must get with a lawyer to draft an operating agreement. Yes. Because if you don't, Oh, I'm supposed to do that. I thought that you were supposed. Yeah. To. No, no, no. Yeah. You said I would do that. Yeah. How much am I supposed to contribute? Well, yeah. who gets paid out first? I mean. Yeah, exactly. But I worked all this, and you only gave this. That's not fair. Yeah, exactly. But it was fair three years ago. Yeah. Right? So, but if, if it's spelled out and done, yeah. Then you, know? you don't have. No, and it's, a lot of times you're like, well, well, so, so then it's, I'm half owner, so this. I'm like, yeah, but you know what the statute says? You don't know what the statute says. <laughs> you're like, how to resolve these problems, you know? And they locked you out, and you're not getting your salary anymore, and you're not getting any completely just locked out. Okay, it's going to be six or seven months maybe before I can get you back in, assuming the judge assumes that's the best solution, you know? So, and mind you having an operating agreement, operating agreement I, I, I had it on my hand, agreement, it says, and it makes it a lot easier. Somebody should. Yes, exactly. As opposed to, oh, you guys need a trial on this. Yeah. Now let's have three-day trial and so I can figure out what's what. Yes, yes. As yes. opposed to it being spelled out in a document. And that's that's just the, the best practice, yeah. right? And, and honestly, if you have legitimate business partners that really mean business, because if you have someone that does things loosely, you have to decide whether you want to be in business with that person. You know, right? Because it may not be your style, it may not be your cup of tea, or you're not willing to risk the same way they risk. But that's how you know by putting that agreement together. Yeah, like, yeah, um, put your money where your mouth is. Yeah, right? exactly. Exactly. So if, if you're not willing to actually put down what you say in writing, then is it really, is it really? Is there? it really there? Yeah. Right. They want a fluid, they want a fluid situation. That's, the, that's another red, red flag. Exactly. No, <laughs> so. I, you know, you're not going to hurt my feelings by, by listing it out on paper. We're all adults here. No, this is not some high school club where somebody's going to get their feelings hurt. This yeah. is the, 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 the real world, the business world. Put it out on paper. This is our money. Yeah. Like I don't, I'm willing to invest in this. I'm not unwilling to invest in something that can turn into something else over here. <laughs> yep. So either we have a deal or we don't have a deal. That's right? it. Like, you know, and and you've got to be willing to walk away. Yes, right? yes Because, yes. you know, you, okay, so you may be walking away from an opportunity, but was it ever really Was it a really good opportunity? opportunity? Right? Yes, exactly. Or exactly. are you walking away from a potential nightmare? Right. Which, Which people don't realize how bad it can get sometimes. Ask a lawyer. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, they sometimes they ask me, and I'm like, wait, this can happen, and that can happen. And they're like, Regina, oh my gosh. I'm like, well, don't even ask them, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> I it, there's so many yeah. ways something can go wrong. Yeah. Um, and yeah. just let, oh, let me count the ways. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And they're like, Reg, you're like doomsday. I'm like, no, 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 no. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. I hope it could go very well, too. But you're going to have trouble if you have these issues, you know, not taken care of down the line. What's exactly. the point in having a great, but by the way, you know how many businesses broke apart? They did very well in the first year or two. And now someone wants to get greedy about what they're going to take, what in kinds they're going to take, what expenses they can deduct when it's not proper. And you have no agreement. And now you're going to have people surrounding going, uh, sure, I want to buy them. Right? They're, they're fighting outside. Which goes yeah. back to what we said at the beginning, right? Yeah. Have a good lawyer that, that understands and has been around the block a few times. Because this is all about anticipating what can go wrong. Yes. And and you as a you know 
business owner is a novice, they, 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 how many cases have, have you litigated, Mr. You know, restaurant yeah. owner? You know, yeah. tell me how it went wrong. They have no idea. You know, they don't know yeah. how it can go wrong. Yeah. And so that's why you have to, yeah. you know. And I educate my clients on, especially in general counsel for numerous businesses too. Even when I'm not, I'm like, listen, you can't you know, incorporate even the simple stuff. I always want to meet entrepreneurs. Uh, when you get here, make sure you're looking into insurance requirements. You know, I try to give them a schedule like when they should be coming back and thinking about these things if they're on a growth pattern. Mm -hmm. And I even say, even when you're stable, you want to go back and make sure every so often you do an audit of your HR employment policies and certain things to make sure you're up to date and you know what's going on. Yeah. It's a little bit you know, expensive initially, but trust me, these lawsuits are much more expensive than the long run. You said something very crucial there, that a lot of people just don't think about or anticipate what your visit is insurance. Yeah. Oh my That's Lord. one of the questions I've been <laughs> the, the, the amount of problems that could be solved yeah. uh, or the, the, the anxiety that could be eliminated if you are well insured yes. uh, is night and day. I mean, so many businesses just, again, they, they don't want to pay that line item yeah. when they're starting. And I get it, capital is, is hard to come by and you've got to worry about keeping lean and mean, fine. But you, you've got to protect your, yes. your downside, and mm -hmm. insurance is there, you know, for a reason. For a reason, yeah. especially yeah. I know that we're in Miami. It's a litigious yeah. place there. It just is, and yeah. a thousand percent. If anybody walks away here with only one piece of advice from me, it's mm -hmm. make sure you are well insured um, and well insured for the risks that your business takes. Like, you know, this is, may sound crazy, but it's it's actually true. Mm -hmm. You know, um, some of my cases involve you know, death and personal injury yes. of that nature. Um, so it was one one occasion where a um, a young man was uh, visiting from New York, and he wanted to rent a paddle. Uh, was it paddleboard? Stand up paddleboard. Okay. Uh, keep his game. And so he rents a paddleboard, um, and he doesn't want a life vest. He doesn't want to swim. Oh, you, start. Oh, you know where this is going. Oh. So he's out there. He falls off. He drowns and dies. Oh. All right. Problems, yeah. But an even bigger problem for the business owner. Yeah. She thought she had insurance, and she did. But her agent yeah. um, never told her that there was an exclusion for paddleboards. How can they, somebody issue an insurance policy to a stand-up paddleboard business? And that, not tell them that. Oh my God! You know, like, what did they need insurance for? Yeah. Anyway, you you must. Have don't try and buy, again don't buy it from the TV commercials or Geico or something like that. Get yourself a real, you know, licensed bonded insurance agent. Mm -hmm. You know, go over what your business is. Make sure that the risks that you have are covered. actually covered. Yes. I mean, yes. You, you, I, this that may sound silly. I probably have two dozen stories like that. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And it's and, and so think about it. what do I do? I'm not going away. No. Okay. No. It ain't my problem that you didn't have insurance. Yeah. So either you're going out of business and I'll put you there, yeah. or I'm gonna make your life miserable until you give me an assignment to sue your insurance agent. And, and yeah, that's that right. So, right. you know, yeah. some lawyers will go away, but you're gonna run into somebody like me eventually. I'm not going to. And, I know. And, There's yeah. a, since I'm kind of GC for a lot of business, for a couple of businesses, or a lot of businesses in general, right? Um, lots of them have insurance. So I'm like, okay, hey, you know, buy your insurance carrier, they're gonna provide you a lawyer, right? Don't. That makes no sense. You have an insurance company, so go ahead and call them up. Um, they call me back, but Gina, I'm not covered for that. <laughs> Doesn't that make you cringe? <laughs> it does. They're like, oh. 
This is going to be painful. <laughs> yes. I don't want to deliver this news. No, you know what I mean? And then like, oh, and they want like X amount of hundreds of thousands of dollars and this and that. And um, and that can happen also with workman's comp. Mm -hmm. It can happen general insurance. We have actually like numerous vans. We don't realize that you actually might, yeah, you might have what appears to be a good policy. But if you have two incidences in the same, you know, two sort of severe accidents, same year or same time, you may not, you, you might not have enough coverage to cover both of you. Correct. Yes. So people don't realize that. Yeah. Um, There's an aggregate each year. Yes, correct. Yes. One bad accident or one bad incident or episode, yeah. that's all it takes. Yeah. And, and sometimes they don't realize that you might even be like, it's 100, 300, but you might only get 100,000 for a particular incident. And if it's a severe incident, it won't be enough. Lord, the, the, yeah. the amount of problems can be yeah. solved with, with adequate insurance or some sort of umbrella coverage yes. or, or anything. It's like, you know, my job is made me very paranoid um, <laughs> because I see the way somebody get hurt, yeah. injured, killed, sued, everything. I mean, I got eyes in the back of my head. Yeah, that must be difficult. I, I, I'm like, walking, you must be thinking of all the dangers and everything. Oh, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm like Jason Bourne from the Bourne Identity. I'm, I'm counting the exits, you know, before I get out of here and everything like that. And, but, you know, part of that yeah. education is like me. I'm very well insured, and I need to be because yes, you know, yes, I, yeah. I'm, I'm not. You know, I'm a target too. Well, I mean, put it this way: you can get up and you can fall outside my, you know, my building here, and it can be an accident, but it's still you fall. It can happen. It doesn't have to be. So you have to be worried that these things can happen with are intentional. Some people do this intentionally. You know, they do. This is a fraud. Know, yes, this is a fraud. Yes, the yes. fraud capital of the world, if you yes. ask me. And yeah. you know, I, and I'm I'm a plan lawyer, but I personally think if anybody's ever committed any fraud, they should fry. Yes. You know, I yeah. it, it's 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 destructive to the system, it's yeah. destructive to legitimate business owners, it gains the system, it, it increases the price for everything. The business owner, the insurance terrible. goes up and then the prices for all the goods and services go up. It makes you know it just makes it a lot more difficult. And, and anybody that engages in that trade I have absolutely zero yeah. sympathy for they should totally look at them, whoever's involved in their lawyers. Their, their parents, whoever gave birth to those people, should be yeah. should be fried. But <laughs> okay, well, it's it's here, it's here, it and it's here. not going away. Well, I tell customers all, I mean, I customers, clients all the time. Uh, they drive an expensive car, and they might come from a different country, and and they already they know the risks in their country. Yeah. You know, because they, they understand the system very well. They come here, and they think that they might just be more. Um, straight, so to speak. Like, there's no issues here. Everything is like, la down. We have laws and we have rules. And I'm like, that car alone, you will attract attention. Yes. Yeah, this is why I don't, I don't, okay. I don't wear jewelry. I don't yeah. my, my watch is broken. Yeah. You know, I don't wear red. I don't oh, wear anything. Yeah, yeah. I, it's, yeah. It's, I, I don't want to be. No, you don't target. Absolutely not. It, it's, Absolutely. It's, it's, not, it's not worth it. And the other thing I would say in terms of business owners and advice to them is, you know, this may be a small thing, but it's not cameras. Yes. Put cameras yes. everywhere. Yes, yes, yes. Save yeah. it for thirty. Have a have a document mm -hmm. retention policy yeah. that you know you're retaining all the video for thirty days or whatever, mm -hmm. and it'll be automatically taken over. But put that policy in writing. Yes. So you yeah. can't be accused oh, like of messing around with the cameras or anything. Yes, but yes. but yeah, protect yourself with cameras because you will catch the fraud. Yes. Correct. Oh Lord, yes you will. And yes. and if there is a legitimate incident that happens, yeah, you'll see exactly what happened. You'll see exactly well. what happened. Did give they, it to your insurance carrier, yeah. and they resolve it. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because yeah, there's sometimes where people actually, they might be assuming some of the plaintiffs kind of assumes that they don't. People don't really realize that. But sometimes they, depending on the activity, the plaintiff is 
mm-hmm. involved in, there is possibly some liability to them too for their behavior or not noticing something that's obvious or something. Exactly. You, know, you can see the comparative negligence. Yes. You can see it all. And, and, but if there is a legitimate claim on there, yes. look, the, you the, don't mess around and it'll keep, it, it'll keep the litigation cost down. Correct. And again, you want to escape that episode with as little damage to your premiums or to your business or your reputation as yes. possible. And so, look, we're, nobody's perfect. We'll all make mistakes. But in this day and age, put cameras. Yes, I agree. They're not so expensive as they used to be. No, it's nothing. It's just, it's a very small item. It doesn't have to be anything super fancy. And people can get these cameras installed for, you know, just hundreds of dollars. It's not tens of thousands like Like it used to be. No, it used to be. It used to be kind of cost prohibitive. Um, And, you know, look, one of the things that, that I do is negligent security cases and premises liability and things of that nature. And you would... You'd be shocked at the amount of places that don't have cameras set there in high crime areas. Cameras are, are a, a a level of deterrence yes, for bad actors. And nobody wants to get caught. And if they see cameras everywhere, they're likely to, they're likely to get caught. Crime goes down, yeah. um, especially in a high crime area. You want to put that. But a lot of people don't do it. I mean, I'm, in, I'm litigating with a very big um, South Florida company right now negligent security case involving the horrific death of a, of a father of four that was needless and they had no cameras up there were you know multiple requests for cameras yeah and if they just had those cameras up in conjunction with some other things right there this doesn't happen yeah, and look yeah. you know it, it doesn't need to be you don't need that heartache these people yeah. don't need to lose their father i don't need to work on that case yeah, yeah. but people make their you know, foolish decisions sometimes by not want well, there it costs this much to do Yeah, or they're paying to keep it and then this and then that, yes, I know. Then don't go into business. Yeah. You know, you know, then like I said, just just it's don't. the vigilance we're talking about. Um, yeah. because even let's say some business owners have been you know, this not for 20, 30 years, they're kinda of used to old school. I get it. Yeah. But you have to be able to adapt too. You do and to and, the circumstances and that's if, one of the most important things. The thing about it too, if you're you know, when consumers too, we walk oh, yeah. we feel good when we're on a property. Yes. Right. Don't we? We feel good when when we know that there's surveillance and there's lights and there's exactly and it's lit up and we, we have a feeling of safety. And so if we enjoy that, if we have that good mm-hmm. experience, you know, why can't you give that to your residents, your tenants? Yeah. You know, your people. So it goes back to again, you know, the the old saying of treat people like you want to be treated. Yeah. And if, yeah. if you have that mindset when you're engaged in, in, in your business, whatever it is, some of your problems are going to yeah. I think we've covered quite a bit today. <laughs> I think we have. I probably didn't say on script, but I'm No, no, don't worry. I, I, I usually don't. Actually, I have a tendency I, to, you know, no, no Actually, when I look at my script, sometimes it actually throws me off. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, my name is, and I'm not yeah. you know, with a good name. Like, um, so it's wonderful. But I think it's a more, it's a more fluid conversation. And, you know, my hope is to bring some of these points to, you know, uh, my audience, a lot of the business owners as well. And of course, there's plaintiffs out there too that if they, you know, needed to, they also know what to look for if they ever have an incident as well. Exactly. So what type of attorney, what kind of attorney you are, and, and that's the kind of attorney you should be representing your interest and looks at these things as well. And hopefully, my business owners learn why there is a face to this. There is a face to this side. There's a reason why we have to, you know, not just not just because you want it yourself, because I think that's the most important thing. You want things that you want people to treat you the way you treat them, or vice versa. You want to be treated well. And so many of my business owners, they, they put their blood, sweat, and tears into their businesses. They really do, like I think most of us do. 
And I think it seems like a boogeyman sometimes can come out of anywhere. So sometimes we get an idea of like how to mitigate these things, how to look at it a little bit more objectively to look, not be so scared of things. Because sometimes when they're so scared, they just might actually retract and be like, oh, I can, there's too many things to fix or do, I don't even know. And there's people trying to steal from me all the time and do this. And they can kind of put it in a little bit better light to get them out, I think. You know? It doesn't seem so overwhelming. And hopefully, I can impart them they put so much effort into their businesses that they, I think they want to, you want to keep making the bread. You want to keep doing certain things. This is part of doing that. It is. It yeah. is. So, it, it's just another part of business, right? Yeah. And so, you know, hopefully people have gotten some advice out of this and, and some pointers and, yeah. you know, can't cover everything, but uh, yeah. the thing I always tell everybody, whether it be you, anybody, if anybody's got any questions, I'm sure they can call you. Yeah. And if anybody's got any questions about what I do or my world, yes. I'm, I'm accessible. accessible. Right I'm happy to talk to anybody. Absolutely. And we're going to put your, your link up in your phone number and everything. We post everything so anyone awesome. has any questions. And, so thank and, you. and if you have a business, call Regina. Okay? <laughs> Get protected from the beginning. Not before, before it's too late. My advice. Free advice right there, folks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'd like to help and trust me. I'm one of those that I'm actually pretty proactive and, and try to be preventive. I want to thank you for coming. It's My been pleasure. a great interview. And a great time with you, spending time with you and helping us. Excellent. Glad I can help. Yes, yeah, definitely. So we want to thank everyone for tuning in, and hopefully this has been very helpful. Um, if you've missed any of our prior podcasts, please feel free to go on Buzzsprout or Apple, um, you know, uh, on the Apple platform or on Spotify, one of various different platforms now in which you can catch up with this podcast. And I'll follow us on social media accounts, and we look forward to seeing you in the future. Take care. <laughs>